You're listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast, exploring all things on the Great British Banging Show with your hosts, Alison Roche and Lisa Vukmirovic. Hey, we're the Soggy Bottom Girls. I'm Alison. And I am Lisa. And we have been friends friends for how many years? 30 years, 32 years. It's been a lot of years. And thanks to COVID, we just got caught up (laughs) with each other through the magic of Marco Polo. Yes. And you've done a lot of baking and we've done a lot of of watching our favorite show. Oh, one of my favorites anyway. How many times have you gone through all the series of British Bake Off, Allison? Mm, I think I'm at least four or five through, I think. How about you? It's tough to say. <laughs> they get those holidays <laughs> out and I just keep I just keep going to back back to my favorite ones and you know which one I just still can't watch is the one where he throws the ice cream in the bin. I can't do it. I can't watch it. Ian. Oh, Ian had a little temper tantrum. He hurts I know. my heart and makes me cringe. I can't take it. I know, because he's one of those bakers that you want to root for and want to do well because he just I don't know. He doesn't seem like he has necessarily a really full life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's just my opinion. Well, I don't know. (laughs) It's hard to tell who has a full life and who does not have a full life because they literally give them like a half of a second of their home life. You know, when they do those little blips, you're like, oh, there's, and then it's gone. You're like, there's Nadia with her. Th- was it three kids? I don't know. I know. I didn't tell because they didn't give them enough time. I feel like that's that's a fault. Of I know. And I, I think when you watch it as many times as I have, you notice little things. For instance, one of the seasons I just watched, it was Flora in her kitchen with her parents and one of her sisters just unicycles through the kitchen <laughs> like it's the most normal thing in the world. And I'm like, wow. That's you know what, Allison? Kind of maybe, maybe that is a natural thing in England. You don't know. You don't know. Because Allison is from Wisconsin and I am from Michigan and Indiana, but Indiana now, and there are a lot of <laughs> real <laughs> problems with, you know, understanding what is typical in England and what is not typical here. Like, what do they say? Oh, my, oh, my sweet Aunt Fanny. What is it that they say when they're like upset? Oh, my, oh, my Aunt somebody. I have to look it up. I don't know. All I know is Bob's your uncle. Like when they complete something and they're like, there you go. Bob's your Bob's uncle. Bob's your uncle. See, I do know that one. I do know that mm-hmm. one. But there the, are oh, I'm of, all sixes and sevens. Yes, sixes and sevens. I don't even know what that means. And you say it. <laughs> so I think I know what it means. So I hope I'm saying it correctly. But who knows? We can look into a lot of those things over time for sure. Yes, but we are just find out. a couple of gals who love this show and love baking strictly as a hobby, not as a business or neither of us have gone to school for it or anything, but we just, we just love to talk about the British bake show and bake off if you're from there. But, um, so that's what we're doing. We're just going to chit chat about it and share tips and whatnots. 
Right. Yeah, I think all the all the little questions we have, I'm hoping we can answer. For instance, Nadia's eyebrows. How <laughs> how how does she manage that? Things I don't like know. that. But bo- the important no, stuff. No one can tell, but we are both blondes and neither of us have hardly any eyebrows at all. <laughs> and I am the I kind of gal who I don't draw them in. Do you own an eyebrow pencil? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't do it. I have a friend who gets microblading because she got she was in an accident and has a scar through her eyebrow and she will not uh, ha- she cannot handle not having perfect brows. So she does that microblading so it's like a like temporary tattoo on her eyebrow. Oh, some wow. people are some wow. people are crazy about it. I would like to know about Nadia's eyebrows though, because they are they are on fire. They are. And do you agree that she's the prettiest contestant there ever was? I do, because what's interesting is you just really have her face to go on. And it is so beautiful. And in her own show that she spun off when she is, you know, has less of a head covering and just has a headscarf. She is really beautiful when you get a little glimpse of her hair. Is that the home cook or the family or something? What's that called? Yeah, baking at home or oh, her own show because she also hosted yeah. something with someone. I boy, I'm full of information today. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the other things we want to talk about with each other and with anybody listening is things that Lisa bakes because she's the big baker in the world. I in the room, <laughs> not in my room, in your room. In your world, in our world, together. Yes. Hello, Renan. <laughs> I do enjoy the baking. It is a very um, therapeutic thing for me. Um, I can work the whole day. I'm a elementary school teacher. I teach early childhood, which is uh, preschool and kindergarten. So that can take it out of you. And during COVID, of course, I'm teaching hybrid. So teaching online, teaching at home, and it's exhausting. But I do love to come home and do some baking. And this I, this week, I have been doing a lot of Christmas cookies because it's December. And uh, yeah, do you want me to talk I, about that? Well, I do. I love hearing about it. I love hearing all the details and all the things that I will never bake that you do. <laughs> well, I'll sure. tell you. No, I, I love hearing. The, um, the fun thing that I did this week was um, I have a Facebook friend who is Dutch. Her name is Katrine, and maybe mm-hmm. she'll listen to this someday. Who knows? But we are friends because our kids went to high school together. Um, they were a marching band together, and we always got along. We're in a book club together. But um, she puts up so many interesting bakes, and they all look so different from what I am used to, you know, and that she put up, she had been baking for, you know, she had like six or seven different things that she made and I couldn't identify any of them. And I just messaged her, I DM'd her and I said, would you like to swap recipes? Like you give me your all time favorite Christmas cookie recipe and um, I'll give you mine and you make mine and I'll make yours and we'll see how it comes out. And we'll just post the results. So yeah, the biggest difference I would say because she she comes from Holland of course and the first thing that she asked me was do I, do you have a kitchen scale? And we all know right. why I need a kitchen scale because 
Right. Just like a British baker. Just like a British baker. <laughs> Dutch. Yes. The Dutch and, measure by weight. Yeah. Yes. And I do have a kitchen scale. And so everything that she sent to me was in grams, you know, and mm-hmm. I find now that I have a kitchen scale, I've had one for a couple of years. It is so much more accurate. I don't know. I don't know if any, anybody tuned in here to um, hear me give baking tips, but if you can get a kitchen scale, by all means do it. Do you just use any bowl you have or do you try to use the bowl that comes with it or do you just re recalibrate it every time you I, are I, trying to measure an I recalibrate it every time. I that's called tear, Dan told me. It's T A R E, Dan's my husband. And um so I just take any old bowl, it's usually my stand mixer bowl, put it on there, you zero it out. That's a better way to put it for people who don't know what tear is. And then you just put you can choose milliliters, grams, ounces, pounds whatever. But when you can get it like Mm. right down to the gram, everything is, you know, perfect and just really, really awesome. So anyway, she gave me a recipe for Dutch shortbread. I thought I was going to get like something complicated, something I would have to braid or, you know, find some different spices or whatever. This is shortbread. It's three ingredients and four if you decide to add vanilla. Flour, butter, it's flour, butter, and sugar, and powdered sugar, I should say. And that's it. That is it. Oh, wow. But the secret is to use the best butter. You have to use the Kerrygold. She told me, do not use any any butter except for Kerrygold. And I have to admit, Allison and I share a very strong love for Aldi. And Aldi carries a um, grass-fed cow butter in a green wrapper, it's just their brand and it it's fantastic. You can really tell the difference in the color. It's a richer kind of a gold. Mm. And um you roll it up. So carry gold. Go ahead. Carry gold means grass fed. I'm no, not familiar I, with the brand. Carry gold is just it's an Irish butter and carry gold is oh. just the name. Yeah. And so um, it's just supposed to be the best butter and they actually make cheese Mm -hmm. and stuff too. But anyway, Mm -hmm. um, I made that last night. I made the dough last night. You had to refrigerate, you roll it into these logs. I rolled it into colored sugar and sliced it off, made it today. And my girls and I, my two daughters and I tasted it at the same time. And it was uh, amazing. Amazing. So you definitely noticed a difference. Definitely noticed a difference. And the huh. simplicity of the recipe, I could not believe that just three ingredients. And I gave her mm-hmm. a recipe for my personal favorite, Raisin Molasses Gems. I've been making mm-hmm. 20, 25 years. And um, this nice Dutch lady did not know what shortening was. And she had never baked with it before. Yeah, you were mentioning that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it have? Do they have molasses in them? They have, the uh, yes, a quarter cup of molasses. Yep. And she had never baked with molasses Never, before? ever baked with molasses. And it just must be a very American thing to bake with molasses. Huh. So she she told me she's going to do it, She but she didn't even know where shortening was in the store. She thought that it really? might be refrigerated, that it would be like by the butter. And I... I hate to tell you, it's shelf stable. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, who the heck knows what's in it? We do have a lard around here. Um, I think it's called Snowcap that sometimes is in the refrigerated section. I don't know why that is, but 
Um, maybe just because they've named it Snowcap, they feel like they need to add some sort of cold element Wait, <laughs> to it. Talk- I don't know. Are you talking about lard? Yes. Because I'm using Crisco and that is uh, not lard. It is. I'm not ew, quite sure what it is. You're talking about shortening more than lard. I'm talking about shortening. Can you sing the shortening bread song? I can't, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> Mammy's little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mammy's little baby loves shortening bread. You don't know it? My mom used to sing that. I do know it. My mom used to sing that for a friend of hers um, in the 1940s for a nickel on the doorstep. <laughs> That's <Poor> right. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. This is my quote. I think I need to have a T-shirt made that says, I don't know what shortening is, but it sure makes a good cookie. It really does. <laughs> it makes a really good cookie. And if you just want to kick it up a notch, you take it and buy the butter flavor. And there is no butter in that. So anyway... That's what I've been baking this week, and I will continue to bake throughout the holidays because I love it, and I love the smell of it in my house, especially So when you make too many cookies or bars or anything, are you a freezer person after they're baked? I do put them in the freezer, yep. I will... um, I just had a call from a friend of mine and she, she calls me about baking and cooking tips all the time. And she was like, what do I do? I, I need to bake now and I want to have it for Christmas. And I just said, try to get as much air out as you possibly can and keep all the cookies separated, you know, uh, uh, so that yeah. like flavors don't bleed into each other. Make, right, sure, right, right. make sure they're really, really cold before mm-hmm. you put them in the freezer. Um, but I always do that. I bake way ahead of time. I am a, I'm a preparer for any like, you know, meals or entertaining. And, um, yeah, I never have any trouble keeping cookies in the freezer. How about you? Well, I always get nervous about freezing doughs, freezing cookies. I do when I make a cake, I'll freeze it. Um, but just for a couple of days. And so I'm never quite sure how long I have, you know, I think I've had some weird indoctrination into freezer burn from somebody once upon a time. Ooh. I always worry about taking on odors. Yeah, so, for sure. But I guess we're not talking about three months. If you're baking for Christmas yeah, right now, it's a week. Sure there's no problem. It's about a week away. Oh, I can't believe it's only a week away. <laughs> Have you been watching the holiday um, bake-off episodes? I have watched it. I have. I, they're a little quick, you know, it's just one, like one episode of uh, the regular bake show. Mm-hmm. It's just so quick. I feel like you, the winner isn't vetted quite enough for me, but I do yeah. like it at the holidays. I totally agree. I totally agree. It's fun to see everybody again though, isn't it? Yeah. Are you a Bryony fan? I do like Bryony. I think she's... She's very, very spunky. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a good word. I like her. And I think she comes up with some very interesting things. Yes. Do you remember any of her bakes from her season? Oh, my goodness. Her regular season? I, You know what? I should take better notes because I don't. But I know she did fabulous things. Wasn't she part of the season that had to make... A sculpture of themselves, like is one of the very first challenges. I they think had to she make did a like a, a cookie sculpture. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. Or three-dimensional, a three-dimensional yes. piece. Yes. I don't really, I remember Terry's. Do you remember the Brandy Snap mask he made? Yeah. He was in that series. Don't, didn't you and find I, that a teensy bit disturbing? <laughs> it was. Yes. It, it like, was disturbing. He took the time to make a mold of his face before he came in. Uh, I mean, what percentage of people do you think have done that in life? I don't know. It was weird. I mean, it was unique, <laughs> unique, but it was odd. And then I felt so bad for the the woman whose name I can't even remember who lost, who had to go home after the first week because they actually criticized her about her shortbread not resembling herself and enough to stay. Honestly, oh. can we talk about this and those dumb challenges? They drive yes. me crazy because, okay, maybe, you know, you like to bake and you just like things to taste good. And that is me. Mm-hmm. I, I am not an artist. Allison is definitely more of an artist than I am, but I have tried to like pipe cookies and, you know, pipe a gingerbread house and I'll do that a little bit, but making things pretty is not what I'm in for. I want everything to look uniform. So when I make cookies, every single one will almost look the same. Mm-hmm. But but making, like putting all this effort into making a bust of a famous person, a Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we need to do a whole episode about that because that just made me mad. That was ridiculous. I agree because really having your cookies all be uniform and look the same is a lot different than actually sculpting or creating a piece of artwork Yes, and then have it be out of something edible. That's a whole different skill set. That's less about the baking. Honestly, it's more about being a artist. Someone like me, I mean, I like to bake and I'm not going to compare myself to any of the people who are on Bake Off because I I don't have like any pastry skills. You know, I can't make a puff pastry or whatever. I have made phyllo. But anyway, you know, like Kim Joy, who we all know, Kim Joy, Mm -hmm. is she is an incredible artist. She's Mm -hmm. an incredible artist. And you probably put clay in her hand and it will come out fantastic. You put a paintbrush in her hand and it will be beautiful. And for her to come on Bake Off, and to have this enormous advantage, is that really fair? Yeah. I don't know. I agree with you. I agree with you because I'm not sure that everything that she made was fantastic, but I think it always looked fantastic. And I, I enjoy that there's always at least one person doing the, you know, quote, style over substance. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy that a lot, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure that... She, um, I don't know, did she, did, should she have been in the final? I guess we can break that down sometime, but. Um, I, th- I think she should have, but I just, I just don't know why they have to give so many um, challenges that are like, hey, if you're not an artist, you're going to do bad at this. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what a cookie portrait or um, a Japanese something that, remember that one? It was recent, <laughs> that whole Japanese debacle. Oh, think, well, and jelly. We have a whole, oh. we have a lot of 
We could do hours on jellies. <laughs> Don't even. It's so bad. But, you know, why can't it just be, does it taste good? And do they all look mm-hmm. the same? You know, mm-hmm. that's that's just my own personal opinion. But it's not it's not British Bake Off and artistry. It's British Bake Off. Right, right. So, And it's also right. not frying. Don't fry shit on the show. Sorry. <laughs> That's not baking, Allison. It's not in the oven. <laughs> I, I Are you referring to empanadas or? Oh, was, empanadas was, uh, and donuts and this and that. You know, it's just like they throw in all this crap and it's like, well, you know what? That's not baking. That's cooking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or frying or whatever. So. Or even the pie, even raising pies when it's just the crust and then they're basing it all. I guess it's the method too. Yeah. how they fill it and how well they bake it, I guess. But Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I think I have an awful lot to learn about what it means to bake as a British person because obviously, you know, Americans, what we bake, let's put three things of cream cheese in there with some Cool Whip and five Snicker bars and freeze it and that's your that's your dessert, right. you know. Right. That's right, not- like a trifle. Like the <laughs> the challenge they gave the girls from the Dairy Girls show. Uh huh. Do you remember that? The yes, trifle yes, I was just the first. Yep. Thing I which just is, saw it. Yeah. Just just assembling a bunch of sweet items. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good challenge for them. <laughs> but when they had to like make a van, remember that whole like I'm gonna well, make. I don't a like. Van on I don't like it. Fondant. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the celebrity stuff and I don't think we get nearly, I think there's many episodes that have that content and I'm not sure it's available to us over here. I've saw, I've watched some of it on YouTube and um, if you look at it through the lens of like, this is just funny because they, they, (laughs) they screw up everything, you know, Mm -hmm. it's funny Mm -hmm. to me, but if I'm watching a show to watch people bake it so I can learn things. I don't, when I was watching the dairy girl one and they said, she's like, I can't do an Irish accent. She's like, I have, I've never baked a cake until today, you know, (laughs) like, well, why are you on the show? Oh, it's because you're on dairy girls. Okay. Well, couldn't you give them like some time to practice the way that you do to the regular contestants? So they're just down there like, Throwing fond, I, I want to say fondant because that's what Buddy says on Cake Boss. Fondant, fondant into the blend, into the mixer until it's gray. Just, <laughs> it just upsets me or, so much, Allison. <laughs> that makes me think of that episode of Seinfeld where Poppy gets a little <laughs> sloppy. With Poppy the, was sloppy. <laughs> I just think of like gray dough and someone's dirty hands. <laughs> Siobhan, Siobhan, and Siobhan, and Siobhan, and Siobhan. <laughs> You're getting sloppy with your fondant, Siobhan. <laughs> oh, there's so many great things to break down. So yes. many people and challenges. So I think we can. This is just like hours. a, you know, just a little skim over the top of all of the wonderful things that are British Bake. But we could, we could, you know, pick one episode at a time to go through because I have a lot to say from an American Mm -hmm. perspective. And I I think I need to find a British friend so they can go, you are absolutely wrong in your opinion. And this is why. 
you know. Yeah. And, you know, I have a hundred questions that probably aren't great questions, but it's just little, little ones, you know, about the puddings, about the jellies, about um, some of the things that seem to be so standard in baking, even from just a taste, at, you know, they always want an open textured cake and I like dense cakes and I always feel like that means it's very moist and that's what I look for in a cake over here. And I, I don't, it just has to be a different, yes, a different everything, but a different I, taste. My husband loves underbaked bread, not raw, yeah, but yeah. if Paul yes. Hollywood tasted a, a dough, a bread that I made for my husband, he'd be like, that's raw. Right. When he, when he squeezes it, his finger in there <laughs> with all his might, he's like, that's underbaked. And you're like, no, it's not. Yes. It looks perfect. Yeah. Stop yeah. picking on people. Everyone's yeah, I don't under- <laughs> I don't understand totally the criticism of it's it's overproved, it's overworked, it's underbaked, but it tastes pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't understand yep. why. And it's okay. gotten well, if it tastes good. Paul has gotten into my head where like I'll make something, I'll be like, well, I overworked that dough. You know, or it's it's, un, it's underbaked. It's overproofed. My my rolls at Thanksgiving, they were overproofed because they didn't have a place to put them at my mom's house. Uh. Just thank God I don't have Paul Hollywood in my life. Your mom didn't have one on her plate, like squishing it and checking it before no. she ate it. Oh, <laughs> squishing it. That see how that turned back into just a dough ball in my mouth. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Put it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a dog's dinner. A right dog's dinner. <laughs> a right dog's dinner. I love it when they <laughs> Sorry. <I do> too. <laughs> totally crack me up. <clears throat> well, so hopefully we will get some British people to speak to. Maybe. I don't know. That would be We'll fun. see what happens. Or we can get Dan to to do a fake accent and pretend. (laughs) Yes. We could draw them all out. We'll find people to imitate them and they'll be like, no, that wasn't me. And then (laughs) come on our little show. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we should thank our tech support for this podcast. Vivian Rosh and Dan Vukmirovich, thank you guys for helping getting this going. Appreciate job, it. Guys. Yeah. What do you think you'll bake this week, Lisa? Um, well, I believe I will be making, and this is an American tradition. Actually, you know what? It's it's universal. It's that um, people call them Russian tea cakes, Mexican wedding cakes, and some people call them butterballs. My mom always mm. called them snowballs. You know what I'm talking about. It's like butter and walnuts. Yeah. And flour and powdered sugar, and that's pretty much it. So that I didn't is, know they had. I know them as Mexican wedding cakes. That's what. There we, you go. I always called them. But I didn't know they had so many other. Names. I think every culture claims them as their own, especially mm-hmm. Americans. So something delicious nice. and messy and powdery. I'll be making that later <laughs> because I'll be on Christmas break soon. Woohoo! <laughs> One more day. I have actually two more days. One day with students, oh, two more days. and then I have to work on my report cards. How long do you get to do that? Um, I have How long about. Before you have to turn them in. 
if I wanted to, I could wait until the end of Christmas break, but I'd be an idiot to do that. So (laughs) I'll get it done soon. Maybe today. I just finished math today. Well, I think that's, that's it for us, friend. (laughs) Are you done? I'm done. And And I'm dusted. Dusted. (laughs) 